Hey everybody, welcome to the inaugural episode of The Movie Bin. My name is Ryan. I'm Colleen. I'm Mary. I'm Christian. And we are here with you, and you are listening, at least for right now, until you realize what this podcast is about, and then you can decide if you want to keep listening or not. (laughs) So here we go. Uh, This podcast actually was born out of two things. Uh, One, a failed podcast attempt. Uh, that I had recorded with a friend. We recorded on episode, and then that friend told me that we was going to get uploaded to YouTube, and and it took several weeks slash eight months. Why are you putting your podcast? <laughs> it's just I don't know why on YouTube. Does it YouTube? Yeah. iTunes. Audio, it's audio obviously on a visual platform. That's probably why it didn't work. Maybe that's why it didn't work. Should have tried YouTube. At any rate. It came out of a failed podcast. We can edit that part. If, or we just let the thing roll. Let the, let, let the tape roll. Yeah, let it roll. Is there a camera anywhere so we can put this on YouTube? <laughs> we'll find one for the next episode. No. Maybe. We can just find a camera. Okay. This podcast was born out of two things. A failed podcast and the VCR TV combo that we brought into our office. We all right. worked together and I brought this TV VCR combo. Didn't buy it. I found it's it. ancient. It's not ancient. I was Vintage. In, it's been in my garage since the day I got married when it came from my college house and I walked in the front door. And my wife said, that's not going in here. And so it lived in my garage for the past nine years. <laughs> and so when I cleaned out the garage, I brought it in the office and brought in a bunch of old VHS tapes. And we brought in some. Everybody kind of coll- uh, collected them and contributed to our new collection. VHS tapes right now are insanely cheap, by the very way. Very cheap if you're trying to get into a media. Uh, yes. You could get... <laughs> very and you're, cheap and you're market on, to jump into. <laughs> you're on a budget. Maybe VHS could be the way to go. Uh, <laughs> so we brought these in. We brought in a bunch of our old favorite kids' movies like... Uh, Blank check. Blank check. Little Giants. D2. Yep, Mighty D2. Ducks. D2. Uh, Jungle to Jungle. Home Alone 2. Man of the House, which is two movies we found out. One starring... Tommy Lee Jones. Not that about one. cheerleading. A cheerleading movie. Uh, we were talking about the one starring Chevy Chase and Jonathan JTT, Taylor Thomas, who Colleen crush. had a major rager Ooh. crush on. Oh, had major rager. a nice poster of him <laughs> in my room. Uh, also, let's see. Um, we have... I just... I mean, Richie Rich. Richie Rich. Dunstan checks in. Yep. Homeward oh. Bound. It's a favorite. Dustin is the monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Hocus Pocus. Well, some of these we're having to cut off, though, for those specific reasons. Magical yeah. movies. So, well, the whole the whole premise is we started watching these movies and realized, whoa, there are some pretty egregious plot holes that the directors yeah. are just assuming us as 10 to 12-year-old gullible children will just take with them and say, no, believe us, children, believe that this is how this happened and this is the way it could be. Right. We've been lied to, Colleen. We sure have. And Mary was too young to, she was just a glimmer in her parents' eye in the mid-90s, I'm assuming. No, I was alive by then. Just barely, just though. Barely. But if you're saying so early 90s, yeah. We are making her glimmer. rewatch all of these with us. So she's actually seeing them for the first time. As and an adult. through her adult <laughs> eyes, is, is saying, wait, you're expecting me to believe that this happened? And so we'd like to address those now. So that's what this podcast is about. <laughs> yep, this is us getting back at uh, the 90s for lying yep, to us. That's right. Uh, we are asking for receipts on some of these movies <laughs> for uh, these directors of, uh, you know, mid-90s Hollywood. To We're calling them out and saying, hey, you you just assumed this is this is how this happened or you just want us to believe this? Yep. Not true. Not true. So every, here we are. Every podcast taking a different movie. Yeah. So our, for our first podcast... We've decided to uh, look at Rookie of the Year. That's right. The 1993 movie uh, by Daniel Stern, who is actually Marv from Home Alone. There's some movie trivia for you. He directed it in the movie. He's in the movie. This is the only movie that um, 
that he ever directed. Did you know that? Is it really? Yeah, it's probably because it, it got like a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, Wait, Rookie of the Year has 30% on Rotten Tomatoes? That is... Yeah. Space Jam got like 18, Well, so. the problem That's is that... people don't know what good things are. As true, youth, true. we watch these movies, we love them so much, and then we rewatch them and say, wow, that is not... I don't remember it being quite that bad or quite that... Or that went over my head. Yeah, I, I didn't see that it. joke yep. coming. So at any rate, Colleen... Or no, I guess Mary. Mary, please, can you give us just a a brief plot summary of the movie Rookie of the Year? Yep. Um, So I watched this movie for the first time yesterday afternoon. (laughs) And (laughs) I'm going to be honest, I didn't actually finish it. Okay. Okay, well. (laughs) Off to a good start. Well, Colleen will pick up where you decide to quit watching. Well, it's the last 10 minutes of the movie, so I feel pretty confident that uh, about what happened. Um, This movie is about a boy who is um, raised by a single mom who apparently has the shadow of his dad hanging over him. So some pretty weighty issues out of the game. Yeah, that they're dealing with immediately. He wants to be really good at sports, and it's unclear if he wants to be good at sports because his mom told him that his dad was a great baseball player or if he wants to be good at sports because he actually cares about them. Doesn't seem like he cares. He, I mean, he does the whole, like, act. He throws the thing into the dryer. It makes it seem like he, like, knows stuff and wants to That's true. succeed. Um, and Or at least wants to get in the game. So immediately we find out he's not good at baseball. No. Um, at all. Even the kid who, like, can't stop sneezing is in instead of him. And he's pretty defeated about it, just not doing great. And then... Eventually, he gets injured really dramatically. He's like trying to impress a girl, which I mean, I've never tried to impress a girl, but so I've tried far, to impress all this people. It can be quite very plausible. Very plausible. Yeah, very plausible. He's trying to impress a girl, and that's when ever that's when the plot hole kind of starts. And I know we said we can't like talk about movies with magic. This is kind of magic because he falls. He we made tried. rules. Here's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> Mary trying. wanted to talk about movies like Hocus Pocus, Space Jam, Space Jam Toy, all, Story. Toy Story. Toy Story. These movies all involve magic. magic. A suspension of disbelief saying, hey, there's actually witches. Or, hey, this uh, cartoon this is cartoon, human, can interact. Michael Jordan is going to play cartoons and basketball. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Toy Story. Oh, the toys are alive. So we're not even looking at movies Toy where... Story. <laughs> where where movies where they're they're actually introducing magic into the storyline. They're just assuming through science and medicine that these things can happen. Anyways. Sorry. <laughs> he's trying to run to catch a baseball to impress a girl and somehow slips on another baseball. A lot of baseball just kind of floating around this, this it's yard. A big, it's a baseball town, guys. Apparently people <laughs> throw baseballs all the time here, especially at school. And so he's running across the lawn and he slips on a baseball, falls, and gets injured, and um, wakes up with a broken arm. Um, and I've never seen a cast where you have to you have to constantly be waving. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> He has a cast that makes his arm propped up in the air. It's clear that he just kind of is, like, bummed out. His mom's doing the best that she can do. She has a string of bad boyfriends, um, present included, and... That guy. That guy, Jack is his name, right? Jack. Jack. He was actually the worst. So he finally gets his cast off. Um, At the end of August, he missed pretty much the whole baseball season, the Little League baseball season, which apparently is not the same as the actual baseball season. Right. Because he can somehow still continue to play. And also okay to wear jeans in his first game. (laughs) Okay, guys. So I played played baseball with a poor kid who had to wear jeans sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so far all this. I just want to say, how do all the other kids have uniform pants? (laughs) 
and he's wearing jeans. Because he's a single mom, Colleen. Why are you got to be so critical? He's not. This is not some bougie white town that you live in in, in Pennsylvania. Okay. This is this is inner city Chicago. People have real problems. <laughs> kids can't. Okay. So they, mom has enough money to buy three Cubs tickets, but can't get the kid a pants. pair. Of that pants. was the, the Cubs tickets. They were terrible. Those Cubs tickets probably All cost fourteen dollars. Right. Again, not the point. We're okay, still sorry. sorry. We're, sorry. we're trying to get to the plot. I'm going to speed this along a little bit. He gets the cast off. He throws something. He finds out he has super tendons. Um, they, <laughs> or what is it? Tight tendons. Tight, tight tendons. tendons. Super tendons. Super tendons is, is what it really is. Again, this Meaning is where that things... he all of a sudden went from being awful at all aspects of baseball to awful at most aspects uh-huh, of baseball, yep. but really, really good at throwing really fast balls. And so somebody, they're at a game. They get He gets his cast off. His mom gives him Cubs tickets. He ends up getting to go to the Cubs game. Mm-hmm. Um, and a ball comes into the stands and he throws it back. He goes all the way under the field and ends up kind of getting famous for it. To make a really long story short, the Cubs are like, come play with us because why not? Because you can throw fast. Because you're fast and we'll replace this really famous pitcher with you because you're 12. (laughs) Um, And then the mom's boyfriend forces him to like let them like let them manage him or something, which is the wrong decision. He's crazy. Tries to trade him to the Yankees. Which is the? I guess we should say spoiler if, alert. By the way, in case if, you haven't oh, seen the movie. Yeah. Well, if you haven't seen the movie, you probably this you probably, is important for you to know. You probably have quit listening at this point if you haven't seen <laughs> Rookie of the Year. Um. Anyways, the Cubs and the Yankees are like pretty much enemies. It's like the Bears and the Packers. It's awful. So he trades them to the Yankees, and um, it it's everything's awful. It seems like he's going to beat can, the kid can I up. He's really a mean sports to him. Thing for you real he's quick. already trying to make it. On the I really don't want to. This is not like a mansplaining thing, but the. The Cubs are in the National League. The Yankees are in the American League, so they'd never play each other. <laughs> but people who love the Cubs hate the Yankees. That's everyone probably, hates the Yankees. Everyone hates the Yankees. Like oh, a, I didn't know that wasn't like a, just a Chicago thing. Just all my family is like, Bleh. No, I hate the Yankees. the Yankees. I think everyone hates the Yankees. I, I think Yankees. Jesus hates the Yankees. If I, had to, no. okay. I would like to be the one Yankees fan here. You're a Yankees fan? Boy, you are really kind of pinning yourself into this corner of like some bougie... Oh, white girl I, Yankees fan who because you like the Yankees gets, and you could afford pants. You think the biggest plot hole is that the kid had to wear jeans to play baseball? The biggest plot hole. I said that's a small problem I have with this movie. Sorry, the Yankees. Go on, Mary. Uh, the Cubs finally accept him into the fold. The the boyfriend gets kicked out really dramatically. The mom punches him in the face, and then he gets to go to a really big deal game. Um, <laughs> Glad we got Mary <laughs> describing the sports in the world series. Right? Well, it's a big deal game. Big going. Deal game. <laughs> It's, the it's for the pennant well, to come to the playoffs. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's close. His mentor slash enemy slash friend, um, who is named Rocket. Okay, Chet Stedman. Uh, yeah, he's but a his legend. Name's Rocket. He's a That's legend. like the nickname. He's an absolute legend. Whatever. <laughs> he gets. Uh, he throws his arm out during the game. He gets one more pitch. Just one more. That's like one that more, was part of one it. More yeah. And then, uh, then the little boy gets to bring it home for them in the end. I'm pretty sure. Because that's when I stopped watching. Yeah, you quit watching, so you kind of saw like the. I feel like they, the climax assume, of the movie. <laughs> what I would assume happened is that he traded out with Stedman and, well, uh, Cal- Cal- and ended no, up I pitching you, you and, and going. The, let me you, let me wrap this. Let me tie this in a bow for you. You also uh, there was a whole situation with him and his friends where he became part of the Cubs, but also became a really bad friend. Yeah. And then you know he had he had let them down, Makes and then let sense. his team down, and he decided, hey, he even important. because I have this super. Sp- 
super strong arm or what do we call it? Tight tendon? Tight yeah. Super arm. Super arm. Super tendon. I am not going to play anymore because I want to be a kid and I want to uh, build some rickety old boat with my two friends mm-hmm. and these three random girls who parents obviously don't care that they're hanging out with these riffraff children. Um, at any rate, so he decided he wouldn't do that. So he'd already told the Cubs, like, hey, I'm not coming back next year. Right. Um, and then... Big issue, Mary. Uh, he slipped on another baseball. Oh, for real? For real. Slipped on another I baseball. Did not see that <laughs> Flew in the air. Stopped walking no. too soon. Landed he woke on the up arm and tendons? got up from that, and his his arm was normal again, so he couldn't throw fast. He but he was still in tendons. the game. Okay. Yeah. And, and apparently, Chet. Chet Stedman and him were the only pitchers on the whole team because instead Just of taking two. him out, they decided to leave him in and he had to figure out how to get three outs to win the game. So it was kind of like turned into like a mystery puzzle at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so they Did get the, the outs. Did the mom come in and like underhand? Oh, boy. Boy, boy, do you. Did she yeah. really? To no. get the last out, he underhanded it and realized that it wasn't his dad who played baseball. It was his mom what? who was the softball player. And they had been foreshadowing this underhand toss yeah, throughout the movie. Even the, the, the guy movie. was like, Wow, your mom has a great arm. Yep. So they get the guy out, and the Cubs win the pennant, and then they make this huge jump that just because you win the National League, you're going to win the World Series, which as a Brace fan, I can tell you that is not how it works. Which at the time, that was a big plot hole. Yeah. Cubs winning the World Series. Okay. Which since... uh, Did you get to that point yet? Yeah. Did you get to that part? Mary, where they, were they the won series? in real life? Nope, in the movie. Oh, no. Well, Mary didn't finish, so. <clears throat> I didn't Good finish the movie. I didn't know that, but I'm really happy for them. It's great. Well, so <laughs> let's go ahead and let's go ahead and jump in to some things that Daniel Stern uh, would like us to believe as a as a young audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I am personally offended yeah, by his, his lack of... Expl- if I wanted to be a doctor and I based all my knowledge of medicine off of the movie Rookie of the Year, oh. I would have been a terrible doctor. Yeah. That's there's a lot of issues with that. Mostly so, that there's only a doctor in like one scene. Where do we, where, where do we want to begin? We can begin with the medicine of it all, the sports I thought, science. I said, let's let's start early. I think we just need to start first. Are you going to go back to the jeans? No, I'm not. We're done with the jeans. <laughs> I've said my I've said my thing. You could say he's poor. It's fine. Okay. I just also, think little leagues have standards on <laughs> uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> Little but League's I'm, big standard. I'm done with that. We're done with that. Okay. Let's talk about, I think, the very, one of the opening scenes, the, the mom's is. introduction <laughs> with uh, Henry and his friends. Okay, so this is a very small one, but it's a, and it, it went over our head as children. Then I watched it again recently, and I was like, whoa, that seems a little, we should have addressed that. Uh, the mom is introduced to, she's like, oh, hello, boys. And then she says, hello, Clark. To one of the, to the, one of the boys. <laughs> the smallest boy. Which was... <laughs> And then as soon as they walk away, Clark says, man, your mom is so cool. I'm like, whoa, is there a thing between Clark and the mom that we need to address? That seems a little... Well, a little much. It's very uh, Mary. What Mary Kay Letourneau uh, oh, lifetime oh, movie? <laughs> wow. Or real life? They were they were running grade, around though, right? with a uh, baby carriage though. That also did they ever explain that? Dude, that was like their sporting equipment. It's like their that. sports bag. You fell asleep after that, Christian. <laughs> wow. So Ryan and I are going to recap the rest of this movie. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, so let's go to the sports science of it, Colleen. Um, I actually looked up this article. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> called Lights, start. Camera, Sports, the Dubious Science of Rookie of the Year, which okay. someone, you know, they were trying to <laughs> yeah. obviously meet a deadline or something, had to, had to fill some pages. Um, 
Because they they actually went and talked to Dr. Dr. Julia Warden, who's a specialist in physical medicine and rehabilitation at the Toronto Rehab Institute. And she says that uh, while not impossible, because I guess doctors can't say that's impossible, she said this is highly, highly, highly unlikely. Because, for instance, she says that, well, the doctor in the movie says he has radial fractures on his ulna, which is a, bo- a bone in your forearm, which means your your cast should sort of be like... Your, the top part of your forearm. Right. Wow. It also had assorted rotator cartilage damage, which is confusing because that's the incorrect use of those anatomical terms. Um, and then he's put in a cast for four months, which is way too long. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then he has his, his right arm fixed, as Mary was saying, like he was waving. The doctor had never seen a, a cast like this, and that's not even how you want to set bones correctly. Because and then when, whoever, whose default position well, did is Did you this? also see the little like kickstand that he had that basically you held up the well, whole weight of his I appreciate arm the physical humor of the cast itself. Because right. people kept high-fiving Yeah, him. so that was funny. <laughs> that's funny. Him like, asking a question in the class. Right, very funny. Great. So that, some great, great side gags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love but that. if going back to the science of it, when he gets his cast off four months later, so all summer long, the, uh, his tendons have healed too tight is what the doctor mm-hmm. said. His tendons have fused to the bone or ligaments have fused to the bone, which is well, yeah, how lost- your ligaments are attached to the bone is they are fused to the so, bone, correct? Normal. I don't know. I don't know. Christian? I'm I don't assuming. Know either. I am related to two doctors and I'm going to say... Wow, that's basically... <laughs> that, okay. That they, <laughs> a couple problems the, Yep, that. at any rate. Philosophy. Uh, but. And so his tendons healed too tight, but you would think instead of acting like a rubber band, these tendons would just prevent range of motion, not, like, increase the speed at which he can, like, swing his arm down. Right, because if you're thinking when it snaps, then the tendon should be loose at that point because it wouldn't go back to being super tight. Right. It and even if it healed like, super tight, you would just have, like, you'd only be able to wave a little bit, not <laughs> right, throw right. your arm down <laughs> right, super right. fast. This is all hearsay, though. I mean, you don't really know. I understand. So, I mean, we don't. we can assume that this is one of those once-in-a-lifetime freak... Injuries. I'm pretty sure conditions. that's what the Cubs were assuming. Well, actually, it's a twice in a lifetime because this was f- a remake of a movie from the 1950s. You are kidding. <gasps> no. Are you serious? Called uh, Rugi's Bump. That's a terrible <laughs> name. <laughs> Christian, this all this begin this is beginning to make me think that there's going to be that the people who listen to this podcast will have an alternate conspiracy podcast <laughs> that Christian makes up everything in the podcast, and they're going to find your plot holes. <laughs> Rugi's bump. Is that what you just said? Yeah, Rugi's bump. Christian, go on, please. <laughs> Is it also enlighten about us? Rugi. Maybe it's Rod. It's R O O G I E, the miracle kid with the super zoom ball. <laughs> <laughs> This yep. is all news This to one me. got six out of ten stars, so maybe this is a better one. Maybe we should have watched Rugi's Bump. Oh, wait. A young boy who loves baseball develops a strange bump on his arm. Hmm. So it's, so it's more of different. like... The like, bump <laughs> has such an effect on his pitching arm that he soon finds himself playing for a Major League Baseball team. It's pretty close, oh, though. I'm not going to lie. That is really pretty close. Pretty close. Wow. Interesting. Christian, anything else about nope. Rugi's... Okay. Well. Let's move on. <laughs> It's just that it is a twice-in-a-lifetime phenomenon. <laughs> so at least it's happened those two times. Yeah. So uh, let's yeah. assume that, okay, so maybe he did have this freak injury and he could throw 105, 15, 20 miles an hour. The fastest recorded pitcher in Major League today, Araldis Chapman, throws 105 miles per hour, so it's already faster than the fastest pitcher. So you can see how the Cubs would be like, okay, okay this could be this. something that could help us. Not Nothing to the fact that he's a 12-year-old boy 
No. Uh, well, Mary, you're from Chicago, correct? Yes. So, and you say child labor laws are no longer well, honored in Chicago thing, from your but, youth. They're a thing, but I did have a job when I was 12. So maybe you know, I don't. I'm not from Chicago, so we won't say that's a major plot hole. We'll say it's but a minor one. A 12 year old playing for the major leagues. Technically, you have to be out of high school, rules of Major right. League Baseball, right. to play Major League Baseball. You can't be a student. Yes. You can't be in college. You can't mm. be in high school. That's that in the rule book. definitely a plot hole. So that's not going to work because you're actually still trying to go to school, right? As playing as a, as a kid? Was he still going to school? Yes, he's still going to school. Yeah, right? Yeah. I think so. <sighs> think how hard okay. that would have been. To be a 12-year-old. and That's a lot of pressure. I mean, I understand why he he had strained relationships with his his friends and family. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's a hard place to, to be in. That's real. Trying no, to be a true. cub and that's a kid a at the same time. A cub time. and a kid. That feels Whoa. like maybe something on the back of the of the movie said, have you ever tried a to be a cub and a kid? No. <laughs> Henry Rowan Gardner did. This is his story. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Based on the Rugies bumps. Based on the Rugies bumps. Maybe there's a reason we never heard of that. That's <laughs> the probably... Rugies bumps of the 1950s. Okay, so let's go to the physics part of it, though, real quick. So let's just say... Hypothetically, the injury did happen. He could throw very fast. Right. For the Cubs to recognize him, Mary mentioned this, he caught a home run ball and threw it back as one does at Wrigley Field. You throw the ball back after yes. a home run. because if it's not from... The Cubs. Yes. Because then you'd want to keep it. Right. Souvenir. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. So he throws the ball on a frozen rope from, as, as John Candy calls it, a yep. frozen rope. A frozen rope. Uh, from the outfield. To... To home plate. Home plate 425 yes. feet, we'll say, roughly. Yep. Uh, Roughly, because you the, looked it up. And it hits the catcher in the mid so fast, it like knocks the catcher back. And right, it wasn't like a tur- pop fly to home. No, it, was it wasn't like, like a- it bounced once. So the plausibility of this, as you throw a ball, this is physics, things slow down the further they go. Yes. They have to stop at some point. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. So, <laughs> again, allegedly. The catcher catches it around 105 miles per hour. From the outfield. So it's already traveled 425 feet to hit the catcher's mid at 105 miles an hour. Meaning that if you look at the physics of it, it would have had to leave his hand, Henry's hand, traveling at 290 miles per hour. That's that's the physics of it. If you calculate 425 feet, uh, or sorry, 280 miles per hour, the rate of gravity is 9, what, 0.8 meters per second, right? 32 feet per second distance mm-hmm. is... Yep. I'm just assuming. Just, yeah. Distance is a thing. Physics I, was never really I my thing. I'm just assuming that was that's not we'll possible. Some of that one that that doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> what else, Colleen? <laughs> okay. Let's just talk for a second about how the he throws the ball in, and then the manager from the team or the is it the owner? No, the manager. General says, manager. Who threw that ball? Get me that kid. And he's choosing Get this kid. Get me that off! Choosing this kid based on <laughs> one skill of many skills you need to play baseball. Yeah, you ever heard of a five-tool player? That's a, that's that's, a good well, baseball player. To be player. fair, though, it's not like he could have proven that he could also catch and run bases and do no, all this other stuff from the, 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 from the stands. Ball, well, he didn't catch yeah. it. It landed uh, in the stadium. And then he had to go. Christian, you <laughs> were asleep. You were so. asleep. So what happened was, I just, I don't actually, think he his could... friend got the ball first, and then they all passed it down to him and made him throw it in because he had super tendons. So he didn't catch anything. <laughs> and as of right now, all they know is he can throw fast and kind of lucky on the accuracy part on that one. Yeah. yeah. Although, Who knows? Time, yeah. But, like, if I... If if I saw that and I was like, that's incredible, I would not be like, hmm, but I should wait to see if he proves that he has every other skill I to wouldn't play ignore it, but I would I would be... I would say, give me that arm, and then I would the say... The bigger stretch is that he actually made the team stuff. after that. Right. Yes. Because, Colleen, I, I, I proposed this example to you. Go ahead. 
if I am a golfer uh-huh. and I there and I play golf, it requires a lot of skill to play golf. You have yes. to be able to drive, know how to pitch and wedge. I'm not sure. Putt. Those are all putts. Those are all things. So if this gorilla, 400-pound gorilla, mm-hmm. could hit a golf ball 300 yards, right. no one's going to put that gorilla on the PGA Tour just because he could hit a golf right. ball it's 300 yards. It's one thing he can it's do well. It's one part of playing golf. So what does he do when it lands on the green? He hits it 300 more yards. <laughs> yep, and then you're done. And then it's the worst, worst golfer you've ever seen. <laughs> so, but the most impressive drive playing gorilla that you've ever which seen. is true because that's that seems pretty limited. and if it's about money yes people would come to watch the gorilla yeah, play. I would go watch that which, gorilla play golf so okay. this is kind of similar but and the Cubs are really bad and we, we learned that there's At a little subplot that you know it's very major league esque that if they don't sell the rest of the games for the season that they're going to forfeit the franchise which also which seems, seems like a, I don't know the finances behind that but that seems maybe just mismanaging your money <laughs> I would maybe like cut some players or like maybe lower yeah. the lower the salaries just of some the guys Cubs don't exist anymore. versus folding the franchise <laughs> there's got to be some other ways around that. <laughs> Dave Ramsey probably has some thoughts on that. <laughs> they need more cash envelopes. That's probably- <laughs> Should have been paying Chet Stedman out of the out of the salary envelope. <laughs> At any rate, yes. Uh, Colleen, what else? Okay, uh, let me think through here for a second. There's so many. Um, I mean, we could talk about uh, the Chet Stedman piece. Can we jump to that with the? Do we, am I going too far? With no, the, Chet the Stedman. Yes. Who serves as this father figure to Henry? Yep. This very unathletic <laughs> Gary Busey. Which, <laughs> looking at these baseball players in the '90s, it's amazing we ever worked out again because we're like, look, I could be a major league baseball player and look awful. Have you <laughs> seen real baseball players? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's kind of the same. It's one of the most unathletic looking sports. Yeah. But I would True. say hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports. That's a tangent. I and that's can't a, do it. That's an enfuego <laughs> take, and I'm going to make it. Enfuego <laughs> take. And I'm going to make it. Lock that one in. <laughs> that's what I think. Here we are. Colleen, anyway, you were mentioning Chet Stedman. Go on. Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of things. Uh, we can talk about uh, just in general, the whole arm, his shoulder injury, where he's just kind of just terrible for the whole season. Yeah. And then during the last game is like, oh, I can pitch well again. Yeah. I mean, the fact that the Cubs were... Sorry. <laughs> I just kicked Mary's microphone towards her, which if you knew the layout of this room, you would understand. But if otherwise, it just sounds weird that my feet are anywhere near a microphone. <laughs> uh, no. So here's the thing. If we're going to look at the calendar of it again and think, okay, the Cubs play until September, October. Yep. September for the regular season. Mm-hmm. Henry doesn't get his cast off till August. So he's technically only with the Cubs for six weeks. Right. And that's enough for them to improve to make the playoffs? Right. Usually by August, teams have already decided we are not going to make the playoffs this year. We're going to play for next year. We're going to trade some players, get some younger guys, kind of mail it in and say, this is the end of this. Yes. And they hadn't won a game up until the point, right, that Henry got there? Well, they've won. You had to win some games, I imagine. Well, they probably they won a couple. They're like, pretty they bad, made though. It seem like they, they might have been in a really big losing close streak. down the franchise, I feel like. <laughs> Quite the jump. I mean... <laughs> Teams lose over 100 games in a season. They're not folding the franchise. Okay, so... It's almost as if Daniel Stern knew nothing about sports or medicine. Maybe he didn't. No, but, maybe he's an actor, he is an actor. not a, a baseball point. player or a doctor. True, in the movie, true, true, true. I do appreciate he is a how he well, gets, everybody has dreams. He gets locked in between things, multiple parts of the movie. No, I, this is <laughs> listen. A, a huge. I love those. Our, 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 the audience needs to understand. We in the audience, the audience, <laughs> our parents who are listening to this, and our three friends who we emailed the podcast yes. to, <laughs> need to understand. We do love this movie. I love it. We don't. I love it it's not that we're mad. We're not mad at the movie, and we don't hate the movie. We would still get, I mean, 36 is pretty low on Rotten Tomatoes. I would say this is much it's higher. Still, much it's higher. still holds up. Let the big dog eat. 
But the, they, <laughs> it's great. Um, let's talk for a second about the lack of parental control on these kids as well. Okay. okay. Well, it was the a 90s. different time. It yeah. was the 90s. Things were safe. It was pre 9 11. So, wow. I mean, there's a, there's a much safer <laughs> world. We were, we were. You can keep your shoes on. I keep was your shoes one. on the airplane. You could meet somebody <laughs> at the gate probably in the 90s. Yeah, True. you could. That you is could right. walk on the plane and get them off the plane. <laughs> but these kids are just in, they, one, they've built their own boat. Don't know how that happened. She's a single just, mom, Colleen. I keep going back to this. I feel like you don't have the sympathy okay, that towards should be an, Mary. A bigger argument that they shouldn't have a boat if she's a single mom. <laughs> it's not a nice boat. It's they not like it it's not like a Colleen boat. It's okay. not like the boat that you <laughs> I'm had not growing up. Painted as like bougie <laughs> person <laughs> in this group. It's not like the boat that your dad had. I don't have a boat. <laughs> it's not like your the Saturday boat that you use. But the girl in the movie did have a boat. Her dad yeah, had a boat. Because remember, the friends were like, "That's what you bond with her over." We're making a boat. She she has a boat, and he was like, correct We don't have a boat. It's we not have the same thing. We have boards. Parts of a boat. Yeah. Okay, a couple yeah, things. They were like not making parent, it. Not wearing life jackets. Oh. Huge issue. Okay, Where, what lake yeah, are they on, true. Mary? Was, um, it is unclear because they were probably not on Lake Michigan also, if I was about, Let's talk about time of year. Oh. Again, going back to time of year. Yeah. Henry gets his cast off in August. He's already playing with the Cubs, so yep. we're assuming that this is September that they're going this boat ride. Right. Mary, you're from Chicago. Is anyone going on a boat ride in bathing suits in September Definitely in Chicago? Definitely not. It's at least like 40 degrees in September in Chicago. Different time. Very Different time. Different time. 90s. Global warming. Am I right? Yeah, maybe I would have okay. been wearing a swimsuit in September in the 90s. I don't know. I don't remember, honestly. It's hard to say. Uh, most of the time, though, it would be, like, too chilly. You'd at least need a coat, like, even if you even if you did try. Like, definitely wasn't frozen. But I also don't know where they were because did they just, like, take it to Lake Michigan? They had so many good snacks in that boat. That was a, that was a great crate. I would want to watch a movie about those six kids on a boat. Yeah, I think that would be it. That looked like the most fun in the movie is incredible. those guys just having a good time on an old boat. <laughs> Just with the, everybody had a girl that kind of like was a good foil for them. Like yeah. Clark had this kind of nerdy little girl, and then the other two. <laughs> somehow the blonde kid got a prettier yeah. girl than Clark, even though the mom was in love with Clark. So Clark must have had some sort of sex appeal. All of them and Clark and the mom. Hello, Clark. Interesting. <laughs> and Clark and the mom on the boat also. Like so everyone that, had a love pair, but Clark like was the mom. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds like a lifetime movie. That, again, going back to boy. Well, let's Ooh. let's wrap up this episode. I, I do want to point out two small things that are actually kind of large. Uh, <laughs> interesting segue. Let's go to why they chose the Cubs. The Cubs are a National League team where the pitchers have to hit. And at some point in the movie, Henry actually does have to hit. Yes. Why would they not choose the Cleveland Indians? There is a lake in Cleveland, right? They can go on a lake. I don't know. I've never been to Cleveland. I'm assuming that there's a lake in Cleveland. But if they chose an American League team, hitting would never have been an issue. Henry could have just been the closer. He came in, he got three outs in the ninth inning, and that was his only job. But they surmised that, oh, let's put him on the Cubs, who are bad. The Indians were also bad, hadn't won a World Series in a long time. We've seen Major League, basically the adult version of this movie. Yeah. I've never seen that, but yeah. We're going <laughs> to, we'll maybe address that later. <laughs> okay. uh, and so, but having him hit, and they just put him out there to hit versus like, hey, maybe let him, let's, let's put him in batting practice, teach him how to bunt. Drama is the drama. I of think the maybe film. they were trying to make They're him assuming? like a, a more, they wanted us to see his character grow because true, he had true. like no confidence mm-hmm. in any area other hit than. Hit the pitching. ball? He got walked. But he pushed through, he tried. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then they ended up, ma- that's when he like <clears throat> made the run, right? And he was like running, and the guy was like, go fast. He's like, this is my top speed. Uh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's Wayne Gretzky Chet said Stedman. that. Mike, uh, Chet, Chet Stedman. Stedman. <laughs> Chet Stedman did say that. <laughs> <sighs> and, and the Cubs are the people's team. 
Yeah, that's SEO very people true. Love I, that. get, people. I get that. Okay, that's fine. And Cubs fans are like, realistically, we can so let's, see putting a 12 Let's look at the, the one of the last <laughs> scenes in the movie where Henry has lost the strength in his arm. He has to get these three outs. One yep. of them is the hidden ball trick, which yep. works well. Which is the a, other, I like that one. That's that was pretty great. good. The other is where he has kind of like this, I don't know what the fans are watching while Henry's kind of yelling at this player, kind of at like daring him to run, and he throws a pop fly, which oh, that I would fire that Met for even running on that play. <laughs> you should be a lot smarter than a 12-year-old. Don't let him talk you into it. <laughs> anyway, so I guess the second out. The third out, he is facing his kind of his arch nemesis in baseball, which is yep. this guy named Hito. Who's huge. Which is based off of imagining John Cruck. If you know who John Cruck is, I'll show you pictures from the Phillies. We'll have show notes, right? We'll have some show notes. notes. I used to love John Cruck. We'll put that on our social media. So he faces him in the bottom (laughs) of the ninth. Henry has pitched this game. He's started this game, we're assuming, because he's been pitching the whole game. He's pitched a no hitter. Hito, I'm guessing, is not a pinch hitter. He's not coming in for the first time in this no. game because he looks like a pretty big slugger. He's I would probably guess like, like the, the number four. In the heart of the yeah, lineup. Like the cleanup the guy. Cleanup guy. Yep. So it's the bottom of the ninth. It's a no hitter. Henry has, uh, using those two context clues, as a boxcar child would do, <laughs> Henry has already faced Hito twice and gotten him out. So I don't understand why he's afraid to get him out again or why Hito is not intimidated by him because he's already been struck out twice or at least been gotten out twice by Henry. True. Right. And then Henry. To get Hito out, underhands the ball, which is an illegal move in baseball. You can't even underhand anything. Is it? I, I you can't pitch an underhand. You can't? You cannot underhand okay. pitch. You can sidearm pitch or submarine pitch, but right. you cannot okay. float it up there as he does. It. But she says, with like mouths it. Float it. Float it. It was me. It was oh, you. I was your dad. I okay. was your dad. <laughs> I didn't see the end, but Clark, that's what I imagined. Your friend saying. Clark is your father. <laughs> <laughs> While we're wow. <laughs> Hello, Clark. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, on oh. that note, that is all the time we have for today. Uh, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Mary. Our sponsors. Go ahead. Our sponsors are... <laughs> we don't have them yet, but we're going to speak it out. As Hello, if... Fresh. Hello, Fresh. MailChimp. Casper. And Casper. And... Uh, stamps.com. Stamps.com. Those <laughs> sound like some great sponsors for all your stamp needs, for some... <laughs> Boxed fresh food goodness. Email uh, marketing. Email marketing and a, mattresses. A mattress to help you sleep at night. So and the stamps mail it all. If you want to <laughs> if you want to sponsor our show, those four, we'll take those. I don't know what or you get as a sponsor. Literally or anyone. Else. Literally anyone else. Uh we'll be here next week. What movie are we watching next week, Colleen? Well, we haven't so people... decided uh let's go blank check. All right, we're gonna watch blank check next week. Okay. So if you'd like to follow along with us as we discuss the plot holes in blank check, and my God, there are a lot in this one. <laughs> it was as if this movie was written by a 12-year-old to assume the things in blank check. Uh, we'll watch that one next week. We'll be back. Uh, hopefully this was good. I mean, maybe this might be the first episode and only episode, like my old podcast. Well, Colleen, my oh, podcast boy. history ends with the first episode well, of we'll my last time. this one up on YouTube. <laughs> True. I appreciate that. Christian, any parting words for the people? No. Okay.